Hi, my name's Jen. I'm Miranda. And this is Life to Stage, the podcast where we look at the real-life inspiration behind musicals. So, on today's episode, we're going to be looking at the new, the musical Newsies. What do you think about that, Miranda? Um, I think it's a really cool play. I'm not a fanatic of plays, unlike Jen, so I don't really understand what's going on, but all in all, I thought it was a really good performance, and I can't wait to dive into the history of this. Awesome. Well, let's get started. So the Newsies musical was actually based on the real-life story of the Newsboy Union Strike of July 18th, through August 2nd of 1899, with completely stopping the selling of 360,000 papers daily. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of newspapers. I know. All right, so then um, looking at the musical, the Disney musical, um, so we have our main character, Jack. He's introduced in Act 1. Um, so they, he's introduced with his best friend, Crutchy, and then they kind of bring up this goal and notion that Jack has, that he really wants to move out west to Santa Fe. He just wants to get out of the city in the poor conditions and just wants to move away to a simpler life out west in Santa Fe. Um, so after these two characters are, are introduced, the rest of the Newsies come in, um, as well as their line of work, which is selling newspapers, um, and it's in the song, it's like, I don't know, they, they like tell us in the song how much newspapers are, because that's a big part of the plot, um, but they sell newspapers, they buy them for 50 cents per 100, and then sell them for a penny a paper, so they get some money out of it. Um, anyways, so then a little later, in about like act five, I think, or scene five, um, Pulitzer and his secretaries are introduced, so this is where the main plot is identified, and that it says that the circulation of papers has been down since the war ended, um, which I looked into it, and this was the Spanish-American War. Um, so the war ended, and their circulation was down because, you know, headlines just weren't as exciting as they were during the war. Um, so instead of going to the newsies and working out a plan, they decided to raise the price of newspapers to force the newsies' hand and sell, uh, force the newsies' hand so they would be, like, forced to sell more newspapers, so they raised it to 60 cents, cents per 100, so they would have to sell 10 more newspapers to make the same amount of money that they did um, before. Um, so after this plot is introduced, uh, Meta, the characters Meta, Larkin, and Snyder come in. So Meta is a singer slash actress. Uh, so she owns the theater that the newsies often hide out in when Snyder is chasing them. And Snyder is a man who owns a place called The Refuge, which is a jail for underage kids. And the conditions in the refuge are awful. Um, it's dirty and children are mistreated. They don't get very much food. Um, they don't have a lot of space. It's just not a good place. And the city pays Snyder for each kid he puts in the refuge, but the money goes straight into his own pockets. So he tries to round up as many kids as he can, despite not having enough resources. So it's just overcrowded and just not a good place. Um, so the Newsies find out uh, a little bit later about the increased newspaper price, and they decide to form a union and go on strike. Um, they tell other parts of the city about the strike, but they don't get any support initially. Um, so they decide to kind of just do the strike themselves. 
um, and to prove to the other parts of the city that like they're not going to back down. Um, so after fighting to stop the wagons, so yeah, so they get this plan. They're like, we're going to stop the wagons. Like, not only are we going to stop selling these papers, we're going to like stop the wagons and that delivered make sure. the newspapers to other cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the newspapers couldn't even get anywhere else. Um, but when this happens, they get beat up by Pulitzer who sends the goons and the cops and um, people to fight back. And yeah, they just get beat up by this fight. Yeah, and with that being said, uh, Catherine is a, she's obviously a reporter, but she runs into Jack on the streets in the theater when, uh, this is when she finds out of what the newsies are doing and she wants to capture the story since she isn't allowed to like make big stories since she's a woman. Um, but the fun part about Catherine is that her father is actually the owner of the major newspaper company. Yeah, which you don't find out about until, like, way, way later. later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, anyways. I just think it's totally, like, very interesting because, like, here's this girl reporter. You'd think her father would have her back, but mm-hmm. he doesn't. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're just going to sit on the back lines and mm-hmm. do these stupid pieces that nobody really pays attention yeah. to. It's like a total power move for her trying mm-hmm. to get or getting covering the story of the mm-hmm. newsboys strike because that's like no mm-hmm. one else would do it. Mm-hmm. And this little girl reporter who Showing has no daddy. support yeah, is going to do it all by herself. So she gets the story from Jack and the newspaper goes around the city and... It's pretty good, although she has a hard time getting facts and all that stuff. So Davy and Catherine, um, Davy is a um, older boy with an actual family. Most of the newsies don't have family. They're homeless. But Davy and Les, they're actually brothers, and their father was in a union, but he got hurt. So they're trying to bring in extra money for their family. So Davy is like sees the prices and he's like not cool with it so he teams up with Catherine to organize a rally for all the new york newsboys in the media theater to go like protest like we need to do the strike they can't push mm-hmm. us around like it's not cool yeah. um after jack discovers that crutchy got captured and taken to the refuge during that big fight we talked about earlier with Pulitzer and the goons and the cops, Jack is devastated. He is trying to like stop the newsies mm-hmm. so like nobody else gets hurt and he just goes off the rails. Yeah, because he feels responsible for everyone getting hurt, right? Yeah, he totally does. He yeah. feels so guilty about his best friend getting captured. But this is also when Jack finds out that Catherine is Pulitzer's daughter. Yeah. So that also, like, totally punches him in the face, and he's thrown off. Major punch in the gut for this little 17-year-old kid. Yeah, that's what's crazy about this, too. They're all, like, 16, 17 years old. They're very young. young So young. Yeah, to be living on the streets of New York. Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think, like, if the poverty rates are so bad, just, like, imagine how they are now. Oh, yeah, I know. It's so sad. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so yeah, so what happens with, like, after uh, um, Jack finds out, like, So once he finds out, Catherine. like, totally punch in the gut about Catherine, yeah. and then he finds out that Catherine and Debbie are trying to do this rally, and he is not happy about it, not yeah. happy <laughs> at all. So all the newsboys from New York are at this little rally, and Jack shows up, and everyone's expecting Jack to be all in and be like, 
ghost strike all this because he started it yeah. he was like this oh, isn't yeah. cool we need to stop this yeah. but as soon as he gets there he's like all of us need to back off back down like oh go back gosh. to selling newspapers how they were geez why well because it... he's so devastated about his friends he just found out his love interest is actually yeah. like the antagonist which is so not cool well then wasn't there this scene where like after he like speaks out about like speaks against the strike doesn't like someone give him money what was that about um so what happened was that uh Pulitzer, the newspaper company yeah the guy bribes him he's like oh, i'll give you okay. all this money if you tell everyone to back down so i can go back to making more oh because and he finds out like from his daughter mm-hmm. that jack wants to go to santa fe mm-hmm. so he's like here's this money speak out against the strike and you can, i'll give you this money to and go then to you santa can go fe. to santa fe yeah oh, exactly okay yeah. that makes sense all right yeah so um so yeah so if i remember after jack speaks out about the rally um, he kind of, like, goes back into, like, where he sleeps, like, into his little, like, man cave or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Catherine ends up finding him and talks to him and convinces him, um, to, like, return the money. And they kind of have this whole scene where they kiss, of course. Because it's you a know, musical. Because it's a musical. And it's Disney and there has to be some type of romance. There has to be romance in every musical, of course. Um... So, yeah, but so Catherine kind of convinces him and, like, gets him back on track with um, the rest of the Newsies. And so they use, um, they or they decide, Catherine comes up with this idea um, to print a newspaper about, about the, the strike, yeah. About the strike called the Children's Crusade. So it's now it's no longer about just the Newsies strike, but it's about all underage Workers. and underworked kids. Mm-hmm. Um, that are in, underpaid. Yeah, underpaid, under underage um in new york overworked in new york city Mm -hmm. um so they print this newspaper called the children's crusade and um i mean a little funny scene was that like they use the printing press that's like literally in pulitzer's Mm -hmm. cellar Mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool too so then like and then when pulitzer finds out he's like who defied my orders on Mm -hmm. printing Mm -hmm. strike material and they're like oh we would never go to anyone else and they're like crap there's a printing press in the basement yeah um i also thought it was cool is that other major like children like of other companies helped too yeah i thought that was really cool yeah, like everyone came together for this strike mm-hmm. for the and it Newsies. wasn't just like the underpaid and all that it was like wealthy children too because yeah. it's like for me if like i was wealthy and like i see like my peers working their butts off and getting mistreated i feel i would feel yeah. bad you know yeah so yeah this like brought the whole city together like the kids in the whole city together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah so when this happens and they go to Pulitzer with the newspaper and they're like, look what we did. Jack returns the money. Um, he kind of throws it at him too. Yeah, he kind of throws it. Um, and Meta calls Roosevelt, who's the governor of New York at this time. Yeah, Teddy um, Roosevelt. And Teddy Roosevelt backs them. And then Pulitzer and Jack end up talking and agreeing that Pulitzer would pull back the price by half. So it's not completely pulled back. Um, but at least by half, so it's now, like, 55 cents per 100 newspapers. Um, and Jack tells him that, like, well, look, if you buy back all the newspapers that we don't sell, Newsies will, like, buy more initially and have a greater chance of selling more. Yeah, they might sell those extra 10 papers they got. Because they won't have any risk of, like, if they don't sell them. Yeah. So this kind of ends the musical on a very happy Disney-like fashion. <laughs> Disney note, um, yeah. In a good note, Jack stays, doesn't go to Santa Fe, 
um, you know, stays with Catherine, stays with the rest of the Newsies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, as far as the musical goes, it's kind of like a, and they all lived happily ever after. So Definitely a, really happy a happily moment. ever after moment for yeah. the musical. So yeah, so that's an awesome ending. Alrighty, Miranda, so let's dive into some of the characters in this musical. So first up on our character breakdown is Jack Kelly, the leader of all the Newsboys. So Jack Kelly is actually based off of two people. Um, the first is Kid Blink, whose real name is Lewis Ballot, and he was the leader of the 1989 Newsboys strike. Um, he's most known for his famous quote, friends and fellow workers, this is a time which tries the hearts of men. This is a time when we've got to stick together like glue. We know what we want and we get it even if we is blind. Of course, you know, in a famous New York accent. <laughs> um, and the other inspiration for Jack was a kid named Francis Sullivan. He went by Jack Cowboy Kelly because of his desire to move out west to Santa Fe. Both boys had a father in prison and a mother who was most likely dead. So I think this is kind of cool that, like, the the musical portrays kind of both of these characters, these real-life inspirations, really well through the character of Jack because they keep that, you know, go west young man notion in mm-hmm, with the whole mm-hmm. wanting to move to Santa Fe. Um, and they keep the the leader aspect of his character. Um, off of Kid Blank. I think um, the musical people or whoever created the character Jack really tied in well the both of the characters to create one. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Alrighty, so next up is the female main character and love interest, Catherine. So Catherine Pulitzer was actually a real person, although her story is very different from Catherine in Disney's Broadway musical. Um, So Joseph Pulitzer had, I think, like seven children, and he did actually have a daughter named Catherine, but she died when she was like three years old or something from pneumonia. Two Two. on May 9th. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was two on May 9th. Um, You're right. Um, But... Yeah, so I don't, like, I don't know, I don't think there's any explanation of why the directors specifically used the name Catherine instead of one of Pulitzer's other daughters, but I think maybe it was because she died when she was so young, but she still, like, was one of Pulitzer's daughters that they used her name to make up the story because, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't think at least um, any of Pulitzer's daughters actually fell in love with any of the newsies in real life like I don't think that's an actual story I think that was just Disney um but I don't know I think it was cool and like other than changing a real person's story pretty drastically um Um, they just used the the daughter's name that had passed I actually think that they used Catherine instead of any of the other daughters. That way they had more creative freedom and they didn't have to rely on so much on what they actually did. They could kind of make up it, make it Mm -hmm. up as they go. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to say. So, yeah, thanks for clarifying my thoughts a little bit. You didn't say it too well. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so next up we have Pulitzer himself. So Joseph Pulitzer um, is in the musical is very closely and directly based off of um, a real life person. 
Um, so Joseph Pulitzer grew up in Hungary. He was born in 1847. He moved to Boston when he was about 17 years old. Um, there he moved around some. He enlisted in the army, um, fought in, I believe, probably the Civil War, um, and then became an American citizen. Eventually, he bought the newspaper company called the New York World, um, which was in, he made it into a democratic newspaper. Um, and the musical Newsies even accurately portrayed his rivalry with William Hurst's The Sun and his distaste towards Roosevelt, which are two, two characters we're going to get into a little bit, um, before and during his time as governor of New York. So yeah, like Pulitzer had a huge rivalry with Hearst and especially Roosevelt. Um, but yeah, so Pulitzer is like very, very directly based off of the real life Joseph Pulitzer, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I th- I just think I really like Pulitzer as a character. Like I he was don't. A, really. I mean, I liked. I liked how he was like kind of the villain, but it was an understandable like, like you could see his perspective. I was actually I was once asked if I thought um, Pulitzer was a good guy or a bad guy, and my response was he's a politician. <laughs> because I mean that's he is he's he's a bad guy if you're looking at it from the newsies pers- perspective but if you look at it from Pulitzer's pers- perspective he does have like his argument makes sense and he's just he's a politician I do so. not agree with that I think <laughs> he's a Karen I think he's a Karen, he's a Karen. <laughs> through and through because in my opinion I don't think it's right to have, like, a Democratic newspaper or a Republican saying that mm, yeah. he, like, legitimately is like, okay, this is my newspaper. It's going to be Democratic newspaper, and I just don't think that's cool. And I also don't like how he is so strongly opinionated about um, Teddy Roosevelt's uh, run for governor. Yeah. It's one to have an opinion, but it's one to – it's another thing to, like, completely shove it down your throat, yeah. you know? And I feel like he was totally that Karen that really didn't care. Like, yeah. he just gave me such Karen vibes, and <laughs> I did not care for him. Okay, I can, I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't, I don't think we want to delve too much into um, Democratic versus Republican newspapers oh, yeah, or anything like that. Oh, yeah, this is not what that um, is about. <laughs> but, no, I do, I do agree. Sometimes, like, the news can be super biased, and sometimes that's, that's really annoying mm-hmm. when you're trying to find real news instead of biased fake yeah. news. Um, but anyways, so let's move on to another character here. Okay, so next up we have William Randolph Hearst. So Hearst doesn't play a huge role in the musical other than literally the mention of his name in a few songs. Um, and the rivalry between his newspaper, The Sun, and Pulitzer's newspaper, The World. Um, and that rivalry, as said before, is very real. Um, yeah, there's a few scenes, like, there's the one when the Newsies first find out that Pulitzer, like, raised the price of papers. They're like, oh, well, we'll go take our business over to the Sun. And that was, like, if you know the context, like, of kind of, like, the what happened in real life, like, that would have been a huge gut punch to Pulitzer in the world for all of their workers to say, oh, well, we're going to take our business over to your, like, worst enemy right now. 
for me, that kind of sounds like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's, but ha-ha, I'm going to punch you in the gut and go to Burger King instead. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what it kind of, like, yeah. with you explaining that, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good analogy and um, for, like, what Although we would more understand. Although Burger King isn't that good anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Hearst doesn't play a huge role, um, but he's there, and we... We He's good to, talk to about know about. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a good character to know about. You're right. All right, so um, this character is uh, a little more important in the musical. Um, I wouldn't but, say more important, just like more important in real life because in well, the musical... More, he's more important than real life. We're talking about Roosevelt here. Yes, Sorry, Roosevelt, I didn't mention Roosevelt. that. Um, but he's like... Like, more important than Hearst. Like, Hearst is just mentioned. Roosevelt actually has a character. Yeah, he's actually... Which, in there. I'm not gonna lie, in the musical, it was pretty good. Like, he looked pretty similar. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You know, I think it's so funny. Like, in a lot of those movies with, like, Teddy Roosevelt, he always looks, like, pretty mm-hmm. good. Like, I don't know if it's makeup or if they just look that yeah. similar. But, I don't know, I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so Roosevelt obviously is based off of uh, Teddy Roosevelt from real life. Um, and Teddy Roosevelt, before he was president, he ran for governor of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of set when Roosevelt was governor. Um, when and did Roosevelt become president? I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> I would have to look it up. Um, but I think it would have been after this um well obviously but like how far after you know like that's what i'm kind of thinking yeah i don't know i mean a lot of presidents um are in um government hold government offices for a while before they become president um okay but yeah that makes sense yeah but anyways yeah so his rivalry between him and joseph pulitzer was very very real as we said before um, Roosevelt was a Repu- ran as a Republican president mm-hmm. and governor, and then um, obviously Joseph Pulitzer was Democratic. So there's that clear cl- party clash um, right there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I think Roosevelt was portrayed really well. I think so too, and I just looked it up, but yeah? he, <laughs> I wanted to know, okay? okay. <laughs> yeah, no, awesome, He was in office from 1901 to 1909, so. Okay, that's interesting, so that was like right after this mm-hmm. musical, because this that's is what 1989. I was just that's kind of cool. All right, so thank you for that. Um, yeah, that's awesome. You know, he could have probably got, like, with that being said, he probably got a lot of favor supporting the Newsies. Oh, I'm sure. Because, like, a lot of people, like, uh, Catherine, I believe, says that Mm -hmm. there's a janitor that's been working at her father's firm for, like, since he was, like, five, and now he's 35 and hasn't gotten a raise. Yeah. So, like, I feel like a lot of people were in that situation, and, like, they can vote and stuff, and they were like, well, Teddy Roosevelt supported this, so I'm going to support him. Oh, yeah. Any any politician supporting the underdog and, like, child workers, mm-hmm. especially in this time when they were so, so, so mistreated, um, yeah, I'm sure that got a ton of support for him when he ran for president. Um, so, yes. I need more water. All right. <laughs> Okay, so next up we have the character of Meta Larkin. I actually really like this character story. 
Um, so Meadow Larkin was inspired by an actress who's living in New York City the same time, uh, around the same time as the news strike. Her real name was Ada Overton. Um, she was born on Valentine's Day, actually, of 1880. That's cool. Um, yeah. And so Wait, Ada... 1880, and when did this happen? 1980? 1898. That's what I meant. Yeah. She was pretty young, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ada was a vaudeville actress, and honestly, when I looked that up, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense in the one line What's where... What's vaudeville? Honestly, I didn't even look up what vaudeville is. Um, I think it's just a type of, like, theater. Oh, okay. But there's the one line that Catherine says in her solo song that she's like, this is not some little vaudeville I'm reviewing. So I thought it was, like, I don't know. It's a line in there. So I didn't really know what vaudeville was, or honestly, I probably thought I was, like, hearing it wrong. But now I know it's, like... It's another one of those things that you have to have background information about. Exactly. Which is what I love about this play, because you can't just watch it completely 120% understand it. You have to do the research or listen about the research. Exactly. So, yeah, I like that there's, like, background information that ties into real life. Um... So, yeah, so she was a vaudeville actress. Um, she began her career as a teenager. So, yeah, that's probably why she was so young. Mm-hmm. She started acting when she was only a teenager. Um, she was a member of the choral group Black Patty's Troubadours. Um, while performing, she met the man that she would eventually marry, George Walker, another uh-huh. African-American um, actor slash dancer yeah she was african-american which is so cool because when you think about it you were back in what what is it 1890 something yeah that was like people didn't get shit yeah exactly we're still like just coming out of slavery yeah nobody really cared and like literally here's this amazing female character big boss moves like literally awesome i know and if you think about it in the disney like broadway version that um we just watched she was the character was african-american that Mm -hmm. played her and Uh, when i saw that i didn't really think she i just thought she was just like really good like you know how broadways they pick the talent not you know necessarily not the looks yeah exactly so i just thought she was really talented i know i just thought they picked up and i saw her picture and i was like I know, same. Scared face emoji. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I know, I was so shocked, but, like, at the same time, like, super impressed and, like, cheering for Meta here. Like, she is awesome. Um, So, yeah, and she was nicknamed the Queen of the Cakewalk after popularizing um, and creating a dance called the Cakewalk, um, which I think is pretty cool. Like, Mm -hmm. she has a dance named for her. I love that for Um, her. Yeah, and so as like in the musical, Ada also provided a lot of newsboys with shelter. The thing um, I also found fu- good, blah, yeah. I literally cannot talk today. <laughs> uh, the other thing I found super cool about Meta is that um, she gave money and yeah. food to the newsboys, and if um, it was if I was in her shoes, and I'm like. I'm doing super good, but I'm being discriminated against every seeking yeah. every second of the day. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, I know, like she just has so much guts and so much heart. She she was an amazing person, in my opinion. I know, yeah, and like even in the musical, it kind of like she it it she comes across uh, of like 
she has money but maybe not like tons of it and the fact that she gives so much to these boys means a lot is yes yeah, because so she cool. was 19 20 really oh she my was 19 20 that's really young so she's like the same age as most of these newsboys Mm-hmm. she's like that could have also played into a factor of why she gave so much exactly yeah she could she, feel for them and being in um just being a person that normally would be discriminated against in this time like she could feel for these boys who had nothing because mm-hmm, she probably mm-hmm. rose from that yeah so yeah i just i love Meta's character so Definitely much love her. for everything that she is. Wish she was right here. Yes, wish, wish I could hug get her. To talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, doing an interview with Meta Larkin that would be great. Oh my gosh. Or Ada Overton. Oh. So you know the NFL draft just happened. Yeah. And people were like, um, three people you would want to have dinner with. Who would it be dead or alive? Oh yeah. I'll pick Meta. <laughs> yeah. I'll have dinner with Meta. Meta, Jack, and Catherine. Yeah. Oh Let's do it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so the next character we're going to dive into is Snyder. Now, Snyder is a big part of the musical, but he wasn't a very significant person in real life. No, really? Um He was mean, mean, mean guy. Yeah. He <laughs> run the refuge, obviously. It was mm-hmm. actually called the New York House of Refuge mm-hmm. and he had a criminal record. He had a huge Whoa. criminal record. Actually, um, fraud um and a bunch of other stuff i cannot pronounce oh wow okay so he was just a really bad guy and not so he's kind of a hypocrite then if he's like arresting kids and he's a criminal himself what actually happened is that the new york refuge was run and built by two nice people okay then they died and then Snyder got it. And then Snyder got it. So okay. it's like, it was a good place, and then here comes this bad guy that should be in jail, but somehow has been avoiding yeah. it. So good and intentions. Good but... intentions landed in the wrong hands. Mm. Definitely. All right. So the next character is Crutchy, and the funny thing about Crutchy is that the real-life character name was actually Crutchy Morris. Which I thought was really funny. One of the Delancey brothers is named Morris in the musical. That's kind really? of funny. Yeah. It's Oscar and Morris Delancey. I did not yeah. know that. Okay, that's funny. Um, I mean, maybe they're like distant cousins or something. That would be something cool to dive into. Yeah. Um. So, obviously in the movie, he was betrayed as Jack's best friend. In real life, mm-hmm. they were actually best friends. Oh, that's so cute. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's both of the characters that Jack was based off of were just yeah. one. Still, that's cool how but they keep still, the, kept still the friendships. But still, he was still friends with one of the two or two. Um, yeah. And then the reason he was called Crutchy is that he obviously had a bum leg and it was at mm. birth. Aww. So um, I don't know if his parents just wanted to be bullies his entire life and name him Crutchy or <laughs> if, it was, if it was just like a family name. Yeah. But yeah. That's kind of cool, though. Honestly, mm-hmm. I love Crutchy. I just, I love his character. He's, He's so cool. Sweet. He's, He's really very sweet. sweet. Yeah. Okay, so the next character we have is Les. And Les and Debbie. <gasps> Davey. Davey. Yes. Davey. I love, I love Dylan. Les. <laughs> <laughs> I love Les and Davey. Oh, my um, gosh. Are obviously siblings. Uh, Les is the younger sibling, and... 
in the musical, Les is completely for the riot, while Davy is not. Mm-hmm. There isn't too much about, like, they were obviously real people, but um, Debbie wasn't a big part of the mu- of the real life scenario, mm-hmm. so neither was Les. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, although they did team up a couple times to work out like biz- pieces and parts of hmm. the riot. That's interesting. So, I don't know if you know, like, were were Davy and Les, like, did they sell newspapers like they did in the musical? Oh, in real yeah, because their father did actually get oh. his father. The, la, la, la. Their father? <laughs> their father was actually hurt in oh. his own strike, so. That's interesting. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like how so much of this musical, like, they do base it off of real life. And, like, they did their research when they were making this musical. Definitely did Which research. I think is really, really cool and really impressive. I also think it's really cool is that in the musical, they kind of show Les as, like, that cute little boy mm-hmm. that's like oh ra- around yeah. everyone <laughs> but in reality he was really only around his older brother and mm-hmm. jack that's interesting but like huh. he wasn't really in the spotlight he was just kind of like cowering behind you know yeah like i mean less is what little like... siblings do when they hold on to your leg yeah like i mean i don't think less is like super like more front man stuff like in the musical but he was probably more than he was definitely behind the scenes kind of yeah. guy he was also very young, so... Yeah. He was I know, very young. Like, in the musical, they say that he's, like, he's only about, like, almost 10, like, 9 or 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, even in the musical, you can see him, and you can just look at him, and you can tell he's so much younger than everyone yeah, oh, else. Oh, yeah. So much younger. Oh, yeah. And you gotta think that, like, that actor that played him in the musical, like... Was crazy talented. Yeah, was crazy talented for being so young. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, watching the Broadway musical, like, he's just so cute. Like, I just want to hug adorable. that kid. Oh my gosh. I actually looked up a picture of the brothers and mm-hmm. he's pretty cute little boy. Oh my gosh. Cute. <laughs> oh, little kids. So cute. Okay, so I know we kind of already talked about Debbie, Davy, yeah. Dylan, however <laughs> you say his name. Um, but like we said, he um, becomes a newsie to help his family. Mm-hmm. And he is a leader in the, quote, walking the mouth, um, hmm. as most of his ideas um, were, like, in it, but, like, he told somebody else like does that make sense oh oh, oh, yeah he was kind of shy but like he had strong opinions like he was the ideas Mm -hmm, he was the brains mm -hmm. behind everything Uh like jack had the he had the guts to like say it and to like actually do stuff but davy had the ideas Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah um i also think it's cool that devy was in this really tight shell. Like, he was super uptight. He didn't really like talking to people. But then Jack comes along and, like, punches in him in the (laughs) face and is like, loosen up, man. Aw, that's cool. Because it even kind of portrays in the musical, like, Devi is like, well, don't do that. Like, what are you doing? Like, like come here, Les. Yeah, like, in the very first mm -hmm, scene, he's like, he's like, no, we're just trying to feed our family. Like, let's not interact with anyone else. 
Let's and then, not and then less is like lower people. I yeah. feel like he's kind of like yeah. And then less is just kind of like that curious little kid. Like, mm-hmm. but wait, but I heard all this stuff about Jack. Like, mm-hmm. I want to find out who he is. And then mm-hmm. yeah, and then Jack is just like this awesome character that's like yeah, pff, come on. Yeah, and totally like, breaks go. him out of his shell. And I think yeah. it's awesome because then you know Devi obviously becomes the mastermind of the yes. strike. He's obviously not like lead and isn't in the news, but he is definitely the mm-hmm. one behind everything that's going on yes i just i love people who have the ability to like break introverts out of their shell because like thinking of the people who did that for me i'm like i would not be the person i am today Mm -hmm. without some of the people that helped me become more Mm -hmm. extroverted and more outgoing Mm -hmm. totally so spot colin or spot is the brooklyn newsies leader which is um interesting because they don't really say we're Jag is leading from? Um, it's Manhattan. It's Manhattan. There's, okay. there's like one scene where they briefly say it. Say it or it's shown. Well, because like I remember they saying like the Bronx is here, Brooklyn is here. And then they say Manhattan's here, and that's where you see some of the key newsies like race and I okay, think less okay. is there. So it's not like blatantly said, but yeah, honestly it is kind of weird that it's like at the very end of the musicals they're like, Oh yeah, yeah by the way, we're from Manhattan. Yeah, because it's unless like, I missed it. But I've seen it so many so. times. I don't think so. That I'm like, I don't know how I could have missed it. But yeah, I just think that's kinda weird. Um yeah. anyways, um Spot is the leader of the Brooklyn Newsies whose reputation pursues him. Mm-hmm um kind of being like that tough guy yeah. he's actually kind of like that tough guy oh that's cool um the son reported that he was a real newsboy awesome so that's pretty cool and i think it's cool that it was the sun and not the other one Pulitzer's the, the world there we yeah. go yeah that's cool yeah um the son also mentioned a lot of the other newsboys were actually real like they Mentioned them by name and what they were doing for the strike, oh, which was cool. pretty cool. I feel like the sun was more optimistic to the uh, riot. I think so. Well, Catherine worked for the sun. She did. I well, at least in the musical. The world. No, and like at least in the musical, how they portray. I mean, obviously, this isn't. Um, this isn't transfer into real life because Catherine is dead. Yeah, <laughs> like we had said before. Um, but yeah, but at least in the musical, Catherine worked for the Sun, which was why um, uh, there's a few times where Jack's like, for working for the Sun, you spend an awful lot of time around the world, um, okay. and it's because Catherine doesn't want to work for her father. Like she wants to make a name on her own, and she doesn't want. I mean, she doesn't have the support from her father, mm-hmm. anyways. Her father's not a very nice person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know, maybe. Maybe they made Catherine work for the Sun in the musical because the Sun was more favorable towards the newsboys. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's true because, as like a lot of these quotes were from, the Sun, the sun? and yeah. not the world, because the new world was like, we're not gonna talk about this because we don't want it getting out of hand. But yeah. it got out of hand anyways. <laughs> Did anyways. So um. Uh, Spot considered himself a newsboy um, work union person. Like, mm-hmm. he was part of it and he was like a leader, but for Brooklyn. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Awesome. So, the last character we're going to talk about well, characters are Morris and Oscar Delancey. They're brothers Ooh. who 
worked for the world. Uh, they were obviously newsies. Um, they took the publisher side of the strike, actually, which I thought was quite oh. interesting. Uh, I also found out that they would help, what's his name? Snyder with uh, rallying oh, up other really? children. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, they weren't good kids. They obviously were never in the refuge themselves, mm-hmm. but definitely helped Snyder get other children into the that's refuge. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's so that's kind of a lot like how their role was in the musical too. Because in the musical, mm-hmm. they kind of just, like, would help I don't really Snyder. understand their role in the musical at all, if I'm being honest. They were, like, I don't think they were necessarily newsies in the musical, but, like, I mean, they, they like, opened the gates. I think they just worked for Pulitzer or for Snyder. I don't know. It, it is kind world. of... The Delancey brothers, like, they're kind of confusing. Yeah, their role's a little bit confusing. But... I, was, I was very, very confused, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, they are definitely a big part of the story. Yes, they work for Pulitzer, for sure. Um, and yeah, that makes sense that they would also work for Snyder, because yeah, they beat, they beat up the Newsies a few times um, when they're striking. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not yeah. catch that at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty, Miranda. So we, I think we learned a lot here today. I think so too. We we summarized, you know, the the new strike and the musical um, newsies, and then a little history about yeah, it, some, what actually happened. Some history, and then we went over twelve characters. So yeah, I I mean I think there's definitely more. Like you could probably look into almost all the characters of the story. I'm sure mm-hmm. with the amount of work that they put into like researching for oh, this they, musical, yeah. it's really impressive. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think this was this was good. We it learned was good, a lot. Yeah. So I hope you guys learned a lot. Yeah, we hope you guys learned a lot and thank you for listening to our episode of Life to Stage. Bye. Bye.